Welcome to Minx Your Morning, a podcast and Instagram live show brought to you by me, Liat Horowitz, your coach and cheerleader, helping you live the life you love. This is the daily dose of motivation you need to lift your spirits, clarify your goals, and set your intentions for a power day ahead. Stick with me to learn how to minx your morning and elevate your life. Today's guest is a ray of sunshine. Mallory Hopes is a dancer, fitness instructor, and wellness advocate, and she joins me today to share her refreshing insights and practical tips for living a healthier, more joyful, and positive life. Here we go. Good morning. How are you? Welcome to Florida. So nice to see you and meet you officially. I know. We've chatted. We've chatted quite a bit. Exactly. So we've chatted quite a bit. And I have to tell you, I started following you through my sister because she was raving about you when you were living in Israel and hosting these incredible workout meetups. Even, I think even, I wonder if she found you. Yes, it was during COVID, but then she would come to meet you in a park somewhere. COVID in Israel, I had a game plan day one and I offered free 30 minute workouts, five days a week, Instagram live, free. And I was just, we're in lockdown, life is heavy. I had a schedule, it was cardio dance and yoga and bar and hit and it was whatever you needed. And I would try to record them either ahead of time or save them on lives. It was right when Instagram was changing a lot of their presentation anyway. Yes. And then, you know, Israel opened a little sooner than America for outside safe workouts. So then I was trying to do my best to do some workouts in person or in small groups so that people just felt involved again. Mm. I was doing sundown sessions and it was so beautiful out there. Israel, through most of Corona, yes. On, yes. I officially moved back to the States on Thanksgiving last November. So my one year is coming up in Florida. And so a new state, a new area. I'm not from here either. And I just, I wasn't from Israel either. And I just have hopped around safely throughout whole life, I guess. I've been in about four different states and two countries in the last decade. So this is what you and I have in common, because I did a lot of hopping around until I eventually settled here in Toronto. As you can hear, I'm not Canadian. I lived in Israel. I lived in South Africa. I lived in London and traveled around South America. And so I really felt that like sense of connection in terms of like trying to find, trying to just find what works for you at whatever phase in life that you're in, right? Being comfortable in the uncomfortable, being open to adaptation. And it's an unnerving feeling. But once you can believe in creating your own comfort, you transition a little smoother. Oh, beautiful. I love that idea. So can I just go back for one second? Before you even started that process in Israel, offering five days a week live on Instagram, before that, were you always in fitness? Like what's the background that led you to this? I was a dancer. I grew up in dance. I was in dance five days a week, but I was like more excited to be dancing than being the best technical dancer. I was never, I, you. I was great and no one knew, but at some point you realize, you know, at 18, I was not going to like be the professional dancer. Yes. After college, I was missing the stage or performance feel. So Mm -hmm. I got certified in teaching fitness classes. So I've been teaching since I was 19. Wow. 
so it's always been there. It's always been in your bone. Mm-hmm. I've always either, and even when I've moved, let's say I wasn't ready to teach yet. I wanted to find a studio. I still was a student mm-hmm. in fitness, in wellness, mm-hmm. in involvement in a gym. So Beautiful. Even, like training all the time, I was still involved. That's how I created my community and friends and people. But yes, I have been involved in the fitness community since I was 19 and then really took a jump into it more full time, I guess when I was 29. Right. Me, 29. And, and is now it, is it is it full time? Like since yes, then? Yes. I do. Since I was about, so I guess in the last six, seven years has been full time fitness, wellness, healthy eating along the that spectrum. I call it, you Beautiful. know, uh, I kind of title myself more fitness trainer, wellness advocate, since I also used to own a meal prep company. So wow. Okay. I love it. I love hearing about the layers and I love learning about people's journeys to where they get, like how they get to where they are now. And this is why I do this series is because people that inspire me most probably will inspire others in some way. And this is what, what we really need to be clinging onto these days is learning and getting inspired by other people and their processes. So thank you for being here. That's what I wanted to say. Okay. Amazing. So do you stick to an actual eating plan? That's what I wanted to know. Cause I've never really seen that side of your content. I always see the movement side. I have before. I have done all this serious stuff a lot before. And as I aged and as life got busier, Mm. I'm very proactive in telling my my friends, my clients on Instagram, more of a balance. Once you hit a certain age of like 30 plus and everything, you kind of have to find your own balance. You can't keep saying, well, it was so easy when I was 25 or I could could be clean for a month and and be fit or be whatever weight you wanted or whatever yeah. the answer. It's not realistic. Things come up. If you get a cold, you want to eat like this a little bit more. If you have a mood swing, you want to eat a cookie like this. So I really try to hone into people of balance. And I give them tools of how to eat balance. Like even my parents still, I'm like, stop eating out of the box of crackers. Crackers uh, <laughs> fine. Eat what you want. Eat your serving or take it. There's yeah. a balance and understanding what to eat, how to eat, what's a comfort. Instead of, I have a few clients that come to me of, I was told, or I read, I should do this. And I try to ask, why do you think you should do that? What does it make you feel good? What is it you like? I'm a protein heavy gal. You'll Mm. almost always see me eating eggs and meat and chicken and fish. I'm a protein heavy gal. Does that mean there's anything wrong with carbs or other options? No, but I grew up meat and potatoes. I didn't grow up up sandwiches. So as a comfort of food, I don't even enjoy those things. I see. Interesting. So I try to ask people where their comfort is and also what makes their mind work well for them. If people are oatmeal breakfast eaters, that's a comfort. Eat your oatmeal, mm. but find an oatmeal that is hearty and whole and adding some extra proteins or seeds mm. to it. So it's not just oatmeal. You know, I try to up their ante of how they eat to make them choose better choices, ask what they're in the mood for. My dad has an older mentality of food. I need a cookie. I deserve this today. And I'm right. like, but why do you need this? Yeah. Of, I want this. I enjoy it. Or I'm out with a friend social. I want to split something. Great. Yeah. There are key words that play into the psychosis of food, psychosis of food and fitness, the comparison syndrome, which is one of the hardest ones in food right now. 
oh, I see all my friends did keto and I, they lost 20 pounds on keto. I'm not really dialed into any have to diet. Yes. Because oh. it shouldn't be that way. Yeah. There are certain things you learn from each process. And I don't mind some people trying keto or paleo just to see how it is. Whole 30. I am not a big proponent of Whole30, but I love freshly made food at home. Right. What helps you is learn what to eat and how to eat it, making your own food at home. So I see the benefits in a lot of diets, but personally for myself, yeah, I talk about balance as best as I can. Yeah. Try not to say, I try not to do the, this is what I eat in a day. Yes. Yes. I I may show a recipe of what I'm doing, but not... Because I'm worried people will do comparison syndrome. Oh, she did this. I have to do that. I have to do that. You know what I love about what you're saying is that, first of all, it's shining a light on the concept of being much more mindful, intentional about what you're eating rather than this is the list of things that I have to eat or should eat and that's it. And it sounds like, especially you've really hit the nail on the head by giving your dad as an example. We have to like rewire the script that we like relearn the script of what we were mostly brought up with out of not anything malicious or intentionally bad, but we have to change it as a generation, right? Yeah, that's how I feel too. Comfort of the word diet, reduce fat, margarine, which like hurts my soul now when I think about (laughs) how much like margarine, like processed items. Yes. In our diet. Yes, I totally agree. Well, I'm not surprised because your whole brand and your whole essence, your ness, I call it your ness. I once saw that in a movie, like your Mallory-ness, right? Is very natural, healthy, glowing, like just energetic. Whenever I watch you, that is the vibe that I get. And so (laughs) you're doing a good job. And so I would imagine that that flows into your everyday in terms of your eating and your wellness in general. You seem very balanced and wholesome. That is the word, wholesome. So yes. Yes. I don't know if my mom would say that when she doesn't like all my attire I wear or why I'm always in clothes. But a wholesome, yeah. My life is pretty much led to believe every day can be a good day. And the days that are not good, I have to slow down and acknowledge them. I had the habit when I was younger of kind of putting a Band-Aid on the bad day or saying, if I don't see it or take it in, it's not there. Yes. But now I realize the balance of good means there's an evil. The balance of something going on means I can see the goodness in the rest of the day. Yesterday, it was raining here. I still took my walk. I yeah. still went outside. I tried yeah. to be as fulfilled and wholesome as myself. Instead of just like, Ugh, it's raining, you know, did I put on a beanie still and felt cozy? It's Florida. That's weird. But it, it <laughs> the mood of what's right. Happening. Right. I had someone actually ask about how I like morning so much. And mm. I was like, well, and I turned it around. Why don't you like mornings? It's not for me to tell you why I like morning. So yes. It's for me to help you find what is going to make you feel good about the morning. Oh, morning person, like whether I sleep in or whether I sleep well or not, I'm up. I'm up. What time on average? I'm curious. So I have a lot of morning clients. So I guess six to seven is when I always wake up, depending on my client. If I sleep into eight, that's like... Is that huge? Huge. 
Yeah. Wow. Into eight, I like applaud myself. Like you're like, yes, I stepped in. So I have the exact opposite experience. And over the last few years, I've made it a concerted effort in a good, I believe, good positive way to shift that for myself because I believe in wanting to be more of a morning person to set my day up for much more calm, focus, success, and intentionality. And so that is actually why this is called Minx Your Morning because that's my word for like minxing. It doesn't even matter what time you wake up. It's like what are the processes or the little things, the small wins that you put into place in your morning to set your day up for success. Amazing. Let me ask you a question though. What do you do on those days or in those moments where you're not feeling your like usual motivated I, self? I back to things that are comfortably happy. I drink a lot of tea. I put on Gilmore Girls or a superhero movie or I do make sure to take my walk or I make a comfort food of something or I have some scented lotion, something that's a comfort, an energy comfort to it. Instead of like a forceful having to get out of that mood or mad about the mood, I either have to take the energy for myself and let it be a mopey day or do the few shiny things that'll make me at least feel positive in the moment. Yes, get you through it. I love that. People actually ask me that a lot because they're like, you're always so upbeat. I'm like, I'm not always so upbeat. It's just that sometimes you have to see it through. The only way to get out is through. So sometimes I'm in like a really bad mood. Sprinkles. I am rainbows and sunshine and sprinkles and brightness. I say I'm not feeling shiny today. Mm. Instead of negatives or bad day, I always say I'm not feeling shiny today. Or my shine (sighs) dulled today. That helps me resonate because it's just like a light switch that doesn't mean it's off. It just means shinier. Toned down. I love that. Let's just talk about your social media content. Because if you're not following Mallory, you need to be. But your reels and the content that you make, it lights me up. It lights me up. I'm always watching. I'm like, hold on. How did she do that? Do it again. You know, the ones where you do like the different outfits and you throw it on, throw it off. And it's so you. You've like managed to figure out your brand and you've put it out there through social media. I am curious. How do you feel about showing up on social on a regular basis? I want you to share this for the other business owners out there. I help coach a few other people to find their social media confidence. I have no doubt, no problem, no heartache, no worry every single time I'm on social media. That is a gift and a positive that I have had for my whole life. Yes. It, it was not trained. It was totally inherited of being on. I've always been on camera. My That's from the dancing out. background, right? I, I have the Therapy. same. Yeah. I... I am cautious when I am with other groups of friends or with a significant other to ask to find their comfort. I have a few best friends who follow me because they like to see what I'm doing, but don't love to then be on mine. You know, like I'm respectful of other people not sharing the same brightness of social media. I am encouraged every day by social media. I lovingly, I don't know how I... I kind of gave up anything of a comparison syndrome within social media, at least. Mm -hmm. I feel very excited to create when people see those reels. A lot of times I just stay at home one night, two to three hours when the sun is still bright. So like a four to seven before dinner. And I just film through. And a lot of stuff you don't see. I dance a few practice dances and they just stay in my edits. Yes. No. (laughs) Where do you get your inspo from for these reels? 
save information all day. So I will save a few dances or there's a tutorial if someone's showing the timing for how to do the clothing swaps. I always want to tell a story. So my Instagram, yeah, I'm in fitness. Yes, I'm in wellness. I don't always want to push of like what you have, what I'm doing, what you should be doing, what's a healthy thing. I want to tell you a story. Here's what worked for me. Here's how my day was. Here's how my travels were. I multitask all day. So I tell my clients, because I help with a few social media confidence. I'm not a content manager. I'm not going to run your page. Yes. Do a schedule to make you feel confident of how you post. Oh, I love that. Like, I hate Instagram. I'm like, why do you hate it? And if you hate it, why do you want to be doing it? And a lot of people are like, I see the benefits for my business. I see the benefits for my self-confidence. And that's when I give them the guidance of find things you enjoy. I love dancing. I love being goofy on it. I love outfit changes. I also see the benefits professionally. I get paid on a lot of content creation. I get invited to a lot of cool events, mm-hmm. not because I fit their niche, but because I'm a part of a community. Of yes. Yes. I'm really lucky that mm-hmm. everywhere I've moved to, they really see my authentic self of being a creator. I get invited to things that like, it's all foodie bloggers, but I'm the fitness blogger. But I tell a story. Absolutely. It's events where it's a little bit more formal, but I'm laughing it off for everyone. I'm making it light for my energy and to share online. So I use my excitement for social media, hopefully, as a benefit for other people to say, oh, I can get involved. Oh, I can do that. Or, oh, I liked your outfit. I'm going to go to the page and see. You know, Absolutely. That- End of the day, it also pays my bills. It's a part of my life, my business. Absolutely. And if I can't trust in what I'm sharing, why why would y'all drink my Would money? anybody else? Absolutely. Well, I love it. I, I can really see that because I have another channel that we do the same. We do brand partnerships. It's like content creation 101. And it takes time and effort. But when you are having fun doing it, That's the thing. As long as you are having fun doing it, it comes across, I believe. And so I can see that with you. So that's awesome. If you're not yet following Mallory Hopes, you need to be because her content is on fire. No matter what you choose to to take from it, everybody can get something from it. So what would you say to someone who, and I speak from experience right now, I am this person wanting to know from you. Some of us are moms. Some of us are working women, entrepreneurs coming out of a year and a half of madness when it comes to COVID, especially here in Canada, we're still quite locked in. There aren't like events you're talking about from a brand partnership perspective, all those PR events, those are not happening yet here. You can meet, but it's outdoors and now we're going into winter. So my ask of you is what if someone wants to get back on their fitness game or up the ante or change things up? Like, What do you say to that person where to start? You have to find things you enjoy. I really don't believe in the have-tos. Yeah. I have a ton of friends who are like, well, I heard running's better. Or I want to just run because I'm supposed to just do cardio to lose weight. And I'm like, if you do not like running, don't run. Yeah. Don't do it. I truly just, of all the things to take into life, enjoy movement. Big or small, you got to enjoy it. I am a musically driven character. I like energy and action and dancing and doing, and you see that. Mm. I had one friend a long time ago when I was getting into teaching. And I was like, can you come to the class? She is a quiet runner. She does marathons. She's really a focused runner. 
and not to be running as a goal, but that's her enjoyment. And I realized like blessings, great. I'm yeah. her energy to come to my class, even though we're friends, like it's not going to make her feel the best. Yeah. So you um, just let her do her thing, right? I always say, try a few things, either try styles you like, follow a teacher you like, make new playlists you like, mm. set a timer. When in doubt, if you are not sure where to begin and you pick something, set a timer. Get through it. Give yourself an A for effort of getting through the energy. Not the have tos, but a lot of friends will say, well, I don't want to go run a 5K to try to get my cardio up. I don't either. Give yourself a timer. My HIIT workouts are awesome because I feel inspired to set a timer. I do five moves five rounds and I get it done in 30 minutes. Oh, nice. And I really believe in, there's an energy of consistency of time and effort. So no, when people at the gym, remember when you're young and you were at the gym two hours? No. No one's got, that's not real. Ain't nobody got time for that anymore. Not real. And as much as I like, I work out, yes, all day, but I have clients, I move, I do my personal training, I do... Um, my, my therapy training of, you know, I give my energy also as we talk through stuff. No one's got two hours. Mm. No one, and no one's doing it. So I always say you have to find what works for you. I'm a morning person. I'm fresh. I have mornings. I do not have kids yet. So I also have my walks a day. I do one hour, mm. a walk every day. I have an audio book. What time do you do your walk? I'm curious. So it depends. Honestly, I don't force it because yeah. I work within my schedule. Right. My walks are can I give an hour to my time? And that's a mental break for me. I am away from digital. I don't do well sitting all day. I, my back gets tense with so I walking is my movement. Either it's after dinner or it's, you know, in the morning, if I don't have clients, I don't force that. So telling clients. So the first main three things, like I said, find routines you like. I'm a dancer. So bar, yoga, Pilates, awesome. Find the time you like to work out. I'm a morning person. Mm. If I don't do it before like 10 a.m., I'm normally like bored. Right, yeah. right. But I have a lot of people who need to get their workday done and do it at like 5, 5.30 and they're on. Great. And then maybe find someone that guides you, whether mm-hmm. it's a class online, an accountability partner, whether it's a written out training, whether it's just Instagram ones, quick ones that you save. Great. Go back to them and tell people, tag in those people because they're going to comment back to you. They're going to give you energy to recognize you. Yeah, I always say energy matches energy. If I mm. see someone working hard, putting in the effort, putting in the energy, just like you, we had it met at our line. You asked mm. to alive, like absolutely. There's no Amazing. way. Oh, my energy shares to your energy. Yeah. Coming back into fitness, especially after Corona, needs to be what you want, what you deserve, and a realistic goal. Mm. Not like numbers on a scale for ladies. Yes. I would say I mostly train ladies. Guys really enjoy a number on a scale, and that is fine. Guys have a different directional point for training programs versus body mass and lifting and right. It shouldn't, but seeing a number on a scale for a woman is a mental challenge. Is a mental mm. fuck up. Sorry for language, but like a hundred percent, you're right. When I tell my clients, I don't mind you having a body goal. Pick an outfit. Pick a feeling. Pick a frame. Pick something that makes you feel good body-wise that is not a number on a scale. Yes. 
even post baby, even if you know you need to drastically drop weight, like you've gotten to a point or a doctor, I don't care. Don't make it number specific because you will push yourself too hard to get to a number instead of a life balance of getting to a better feeling. I am like, amen to everything that you're saying. I try to say the same thing. People start, I see it online. When people start like posting stories or talking about themselves of goal oriented, I don't tell them otherwise, but I'll ask them, what's a goal you have? Even if they're not my clients, I'll text or send an Instagram message of, I see you're working out hard. Can I ask you though, do you have another goal or a date in mind or something makes you feel good that's not on the scale number driven? You know, people are finally getting married now. And I'll say, that's a great goal. That date of a goal is great. Still don't force it of a number. Yeah, the number we need to, to, again, rewrite that script, move away from that. Especially like you said, when we cross over that into the 30s, dare I even say 40s barrier? Not barrier, but like, Um, you know. It's different. I will say, I do, I have trained a few ladies also 50 and up. There's a whole different mentality especially for as our bones age, I really do believe everyone should be lightly lifting any sort of weight. It is the only way to really naturally build bone density back up. You can Mm. never like regrow. And as much as we talk collagen and proteins and calcium, by over 50, everyone should also still be lifting. So does that mean that would Pilates tick that box? A little bit. Some of Pilates does. But Pilates on a reformer or a medicine yes. that yes. are weighted yes. action. On. Yes. Yes. It's for okay. just more of a mat Pilates. Beautiful for spinal, for movement, for hips. But you still need to add a weighted action. Amazing. Apologies here, listeners, because we had a bit of a technical issue here at the end. But I wanted to end off by sharing with you how you can find Mallory, either on Instagram at Mallory Hopes or on her website, www.malloryhopes.com. I don't know about you, but I am feeling really inspired to get myself out for a walk right now. Until next time, thank you for listening. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Minx Your Morning. If you enjoyed it and found it valuable, I would love it if you could take a moment to write a short review, rate this episode, and also subscribe to the Minx Your Morning podcast. That way, other passionate and driven people just like you will be able to find it. And if you're interested in kickstarting your dream life, book a complimentary trial coaching call with me over at www. And come and hang out with me over on Instagram. My handle is at Liat Horowitz. Have a minxful day and see you next time.